Thank you, and welcome to this teaching from Today Evangelical Ministries. Today Evangelical Ministries is dedicated to teaching the undiluted truth of God's Word. Here is Dr. Emeka Ozrumba as he brings today's teaching. May the Lord bless you as you listen. Our Heavenly Father and our God, indeed, you are the reason why we are here. You are the reason why we are alive. Every breath we take belongs to you. Let man get that understanding. Let a human being, let him know or her know that without you, Lord, there is nothing there. Almighty and everlasting God, we surrender this very evening. We acknowledge you as our God and our Father. We acknowledge in this place that this is all about you. We acknowledge, Lord, that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior to the glory of the Father. We bow before the throne of your grace and mercy this very evening and call upon you, mighty God, who is in heaven as a Father, so loving you are, to come and minister to your children. Your spirit, my God, my Father, show us their ways that we may know you. Show us the way we may walk that we may please you. In all things, Lord, that your name alone be glorified. Ancient of days, receive all the glory and bless all your children here and those online in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 We're set, so let's, uh, I just want to thank everybody for coming. And we have really testified of the wonders and the loving kindness of the Almighty God towards us in this place. His mercy and grace. Our people who went away, many of them that traveled. Many for one reason or the other, maybe because of their job. They're back here. We also testified of the bundle of the joy we have. The newest member of this very fellowship, as we are here now, Emmanuel, by his name. Lord bless us with the, the child. And we give God glory in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I just want to thank God for you. And again, as a follow-up, Pastor Charles was here last week and did mention of actually the breakthrough. In fact, one of the pastors in Maryland said it was the breakthrough of the year. If the Lord did not do any other thing this year, he had done it. To give us the opportunity for his word to be broadcast on radio in Nigeria on a weekly basis. That's a breakthrough of an unbelievable proportion. And his name be glorified. We thank God for what he has done for us. And we pray that you will use that broadcast knowing fully well that it's not intended for anyone to gain. We are a ministry here, a small ministry, but big in the eyes of the Lord. We're not trying to set up a ministry anywhere or in Nigeria. We're not a church to set up a church. We're not looking for membership. We don't want anybody to be recognized or be seen. Because no matter whoever is there speaking, as long as the Lord Almighty does not speak to that person, the person is an empty vessel. And I tell you one thing, make this very note. It may be today. It may be tomorrow. It may be 20 years or whenever we never know about it. Any plant, any tree, any preacher, any first preacher, whatever that God did not plant, will one day fall before him. Because God is God. And whoever wants to follow him must also tremble before him. That's why he says, serve me if you do so with fear. Psalm 211, please. 
Psalm 2:11. Yes. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. And still on the radio issue, knowing what the Lord has done and being mindful of one thing that I have not or nobody in this ministry has actually contributed anything to make it work. He's the one who put it together. So why would I boast? It's like some people will ask me, like some pastors in the conference, how could you? We don't understand how you will stand there and you go through the no note or whatever it is as if they think I can do it. But the realization comes that I know who is doing it. And therefore, the very day I do not follow his way, that's the end of it. Because it's God. There is no partiality with him. And that's just the situation. So I just want to welcome you once again. And we move on right now. We're going to deal today with fulfilling all righteousness in fear of God. Now, we've been dealing this year perfecting the what? The fear of God. We've been dealing with that. So we're going to be talking about what? Fulfilling righteousness. Being blameless in all things and whatever you do, whatever you may be. That is actually the fear of the Lord. But as a way of summary, brief summary indeed, because I don't want anybody to hear this message or the tape and be lost. As a way of summary, and not only as a way of summary also, for the benefit of those who are actually, or who have not had the privilege to know the beginning of this very message of this year. Let me give a short summary before we jump into the perfecting and fulfilling righteousness. We say that this year, the Lord has called us to perfect the fear of him. And we say that that is the beginning and the end of every relationship with God. There is no other relationship with God, let me put it this way, meaningful relationship with God that does not start with fear of God. I fear God. Because of that, I will not do this. Thing. I love God. Not because I want to do it, God will punish me. I'm not talking about afraid of God. That's a different thing, please. I'm afraid of God. If I do something, God will punish me. That is not fear of God. The fear of God is when you have reverence for him and love for him and say, you know one thing? This God is my father. He has done so much for me. In appreciation of what he has done, therefore, I will fear him. Okay, so we said it is the beginning and the end of a relationship. We called it also what? The heart of the matter. Everybody, I'm, I'm just giving a summary. We call it the heart of matter. And then we said it's the first requirement of what? All requirements of God. If you miss it or you fail it, forget about it. You are wasting your time dealing with God. Because there is no way you can love God or obey him or do anything with him without force fearing God. And that is why it is said in Psalm 11110. Psalm 111 verse 10. Yes. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all those who do his commandments. A fear of the Lord is the beginning of all things. The first requirement of God is fear me. When you fear me, then you can come and exercise love for me. And then love will lead you to obedience. Because there's only one way to demonstrate love is obedience. Read me Deuteronomy, please. 10, 11 to 12. Deuteronomy 10, 11 to 12. Yes. 
Then the Lord said to me, Arise, begin your journey before the people, that they may go in and possess the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. And now, Israel, mm -hmm. what does the Lord your God require of you? But to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways. But to fear the Lord your God, without getting there, don't worry about it. You're not going to do anything with me anymore. That's God. To fear the Lord your God. When you're able to do that, then that's when actually you will be able to perfect my will. Let me Ecclesiastes 12, 13, please. Ecclesiastes 12, 13. Yes. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God. Fear God. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God or what? Please help me. Fear God or what? Fear God or what? Or? Fear God or what? Or stop? No, let's, let's look. I mean, you want to go to school. Eh? You haven't even gotten to elementary school. You want to jump and go to university. Fear God or stop. You are wasting every other thing you're doing. You are laboring for the wind. It starts from there. Fear God. But he also told us, this is a summary. He also told us, you know, fear God is one thing, but he said the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. But wisdom dwells in the heart of what? Read me Proverbs, please, 14.33. Proverbs 14.33. Yes. Are we struggling? Proverbs 14, 13. Mm -hmm. Wisdom rests in the heart of him that has understanding. Wisdom rests. Wisdom has a home. He finds a home in the one who has what? Understanding. The understanding of what God actually means by fear me. That's why he made it clear. The fear of the Lord. Proverbs 8, 13, please. Proverbs 8.13. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, mm -hmm. pride and arrogancy, and the evil way, and the forward mouth do I hate. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. That's why understanding, we don't have to go to it. Job said 28.28. He says what? It's to actually what? Depart from any and all evil deeds. My people, this is all I'm trying to tell you. Am I praying to God every day to give me this spirit? Yes. But you have to be so willing for God to give it to you. He said that is what is understanding. But understanding finds a place where someone has that wisdom. Are we all together here? Yes. That is the fear of the Lord. It's to depart from all evil things. That's the foundation of eternal life we've called it. The foundation of all foundations. There is no other foundation the scripture has told us that anyone else can lay than that which God has laid from Genesis. Read me 1 Corinthians please, 3 11. 1 Corinthians 3 11. Yes. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. There is no other foundation, no other doctrine, no other theory that a maker's rumba can present. The day I do that causes on me because whoever, he said, uses the word of God deceptively or whoever takes away or adds 
Then you say he will take away. That's a cost from that individual. That is the word of God that is established from Genesis. Why? Because God is unchangeable. He is steady. And he goes on. And he can never contradict himself. But then he said, there is no other foundation. This is a foundation right now. Let me tell you one thing. The mega churches, big churches, I'm not going to just, I'm telling you, many denominations have rejected. You know, that stone, that foundational stone, the corner one, people, they have rejected it. Sister Joanne has given testimony. It's all over. It's all over. Deception and lies and manipulation just for what? For gain. As if that's what God has called anybody. If anyone stands up or sits down and says, God has called me. God has called me to really, what, manipulate people and squeeze them and get money out of them. That individual is a curse because God doesn't call anybody. That's only one reason why God calls anyone. Go and get my people to turn away from their wicked ways and go to my way so that they can find life, which is eternal life. That is the sole purpose of anyone. So that's the foundation they have rejected. And that tells us, what is, what is it? Matthew, please, 21, 42 to 44. Matthew 21, 42 to 44. Yes. Jesus said to them, Have you never read in the scriptures? The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing, mm -hmm. and it is marvelous in our eyes. Therefore I say to you, the kingdom of God will be taken from you and given to a nation bearing the fruits of it. And whoever falls on this stone will be broken. But on whomever it falls, it will grind him to power. Whoever falls on this stone, this stone, this foundation, will be broken. And I'll patch him back. But if you look at what is going on in many churches, and I'm not here condemning or saying I am right. That's not the issue. There's never been any time that Christ has ever been rejected more than this time. Do you know that? But everywhere you go in the church, it's like, oh, Jesus, amen. Amen what? There's only one amen. Do what I tell you to do. And that is all. If you don't do it, then you are reject the person is rejecting Christ. And that is exactly what is going on now. And that's the Lord said, there is no other foundation one can lay than that. And what is that foundation? Read me, please, 2 Timothy 2.19. 2 Timothy 2.19. Yes. Nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands, mm -hmm. having this seal. The Lord knows those who are his. And let everyone who names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Let every, everyone who names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. That means what? The fear of what? Depart from iniquity. That's the same foundation. Say it's there and it's not going to change. And then we try to sum up. Remember, we are talking about people who are asking who could ever do. Can anyone do something like this? And we said who can do it? Can anybody answer it? Anybody who is willing. The whole thing is a willingness of an individual. And God said, I will come and give a new heart. I will come and give a new spirit. And with that, you can do that which people say is impossible to do. If I can find that willingness. And we try to level it up with. That's the case study was our blessed Virgin Mary. Remember? Look at the answer. But even that day, we did not finish something. See what actually happened between these two. Zacharias, the high priest. And the Blessed Virgin Mary. When Zachariah was told this would come to pass, he said, let me look one, please, 18, and see what the Holy Spirit did, or the angel. 
And Zechariah said to the angel, How shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife is well advanced in years. And the angel answered and said to him, I am Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God, and was sent to speak to you and bring you these glad tidings. But behold, you will be mute and not able to speak until the day these things take place, because you did not believe my words, which I which will be fulfilled in their own time. Because you did not believe my word. I, I, to be honest with you, I wish that camera was focusing on, on Sister, uh, Sister Goma. When Sister Goma was reading 18, that was, it was almost like, how can, exactly, that's what Zachariah, it, don't tell me this is not possible, but to read 34. Luke 1, 34. Yes. Then Mary said to the angel, how can this be, mm -hmm. since I do not know a man? This is someone who is actually willing. How can, how can this be, be fulfilled? But you see, when actually the Holy Spirit or angel says, it's going to read me 37 to 38, please. Luke 1, 36 to 38. Yes. Now, indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. Mm-hmm. For with God, nothing, nothing will be impossible. That's what, we get, before you keep reading, that's what is still a problem in churches and human beings. Because why? We don't want to. We don't have to have the willingness to do what God wants us to do. We always say, oh, it is not possible. Don't even talk about it. Nobody. Of course, I'm not a fool. I know nobody can do it except God. But one has to be willing. And that's exactly what happened to the Blessed Virgin Mary. Keep on reading, please. Then Mary said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. According to your word, according to your will, let it happen. Remember last time I was talking about the commandment that none of us ever keeps. You still know it, and I'm sure that even today, many of you didn't even keep it. No, 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 that's the, that one is the second one. There's a one, major one, Matthew 6.10. Matthew 6, 10. Mm -hmm. Your kingdom come. Mm -hmm. Your will be your done. Your will be done. Tell me, it's, it's the biggest problem. Your will be done. Because none of us wants to give up his own will. But until you die, we're going to get to it. Until you die. Because a dead man does not have a will. He must read. If the ordinary written will, he had to write that will before he died. But once he's dead, that will, you don't even know what's going to happen to him. He doesn't have a will. So that will be done. That's exactly what Mary said. But then, look at actually what happened. See, see 38. Luke 1, 38. Yes. Then Mary said, mm -hmm. Behold, the maidservant of the Lord, mm -hmm. let it be to me according to your word. And then? And the angel departed, departed. from her. That's all. Without even a, Look at the difference. Zacharias, you will never, you will become dumb. At first, I'm concerned until this is fulfilled because you didn't believe me. But you are willing, no more. In other words, you didn't have to tell Mary how this will happen. We are talking about our bundle of joy here. The mother probably took in. God never told him how it was going to happen. But it happened. And that's that. So we ended that, and we're going to start on righteousness. Fulfilling all righteousness. 
I want to let everyone know that the fear of the Lord is a fulfillment of all righteousness. If you want to fulfill all righteousness, you fulfill all righteousness that way. The fear of the Lord is a fulfillment of all righteousness. Fulfillment of all righteousness is doing whatever we do every second of our life blamelessly. Whatever you do, check yourself. Is there anything here that I could be blamed? We had our mother who came here testifying of how he was convicted because why? He failed a test. I mean, she failed a test. You know one thing? God had that and God blessed her. Because most of us think, oh, no, 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 no. I don't want to say anything because I don't want people to think I'm weak. Oh, I'm weak. I am weak. God, please, I'm weak. Because if I'm not weak, God will not be what? Strong in me. That's what it takes. So, but God himself would say that, why do we talking about fulfilling all righteousness? Wherever you are, on the job, at home, fulfill all righteousness. For fear or in fear of God. Whichever one you want to use, that is fine. Why? Because God is what, and he has called us to make sure we are blameless in whatever we do. Give me Ephesians 1, 4, please. Ephesians 1, 4. Yes. Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, mm -hmm. that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. We should be holy without blame. There is no one who's going to see God except he fulfills what God has told him. I want everybody to know that now. And let me tell you one thing. People still say in there, how can anybody be holy? It is easy. If you want to be holy, you totally surrender to God in willingness. Let, let the one who has the power, who has the spirit, come and put the spirit in you. And to do that, which you cannot do. But he will never do it. As long as you are not willing to give it all. As long as you are still hanging on, God is not going to do it. It's God who perfects that. But we have to be able to. That's why he said that God is the author and is also what? The finisher. But the in between is our willingness, our choice. Choose you this day. When you will serve. Do you go this way or go that way? Are, you, are, you, are we all together in this one here? Philippians 2.15, please. Philippians 2.15. Yes. That you may become blameless and harmless, mm -hmm. children of God without fault, in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world. But let me ask you this. If we walk without meeting that requirement of being blameless and harmless, we are whose children? The devil. And if we are the devil's children, we are not led by what? By the Spirit of God. That means the Spirit of God is not in us. Let no one deceive himself. It's not for me. The Spirit of God is not there. Why are we saying the Spirit of God is not there? God cannot be associated or have fellowship with darkness. Read me 1 John, please, 1, 5 to 7. 1 John 1, 5 to 7. Yes. This is the message which we have heard from him and declared to you, that God is light, and in him is no darkness mm -hmm. at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, mm -hmm. we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we walk in the light as it walks, that's exactly what he was saying in Amos 3.3. Two cannot walk together except we're at what? They are in agreement. God is a spirit. Flesh and blood cannot relate to him. It's not possible. That's why he said you must die and be born again. 
of the spirit of the living. You must die and be born again of that spirit of God for him to relate with God. And that's why, why is God requiring us to be blameless? By the way, read me 2 Peter 3, 14, please. 2 Peter 3, 14. Yes. We'll move on. Therefore, beloved, looking forward to these things, be diligent to be found by him in peace, mm -hmm. without spot and without blameless. Spot. Without spot and blameless. Why? So that nothing will be held against you and you will not get the accuser accusing you before God. That's what I'm trying to say. When you want, even, even on your job, if there, the job, you don't want any problem. Do everything right and move on. And then when you do everything right, you don't have to be looking backwards. Are you, are you following me? Whenever any man or any woman is, does something and is looking backwards, he knows that this is not right. Don't, don't lie. Most of us did that. We were hiding all dark places. But how come we commit all the things we do? You know, at night, right? That's when the enemy comes out there. All the bad things we do, sometimes we, we do it because we don't want to be seen, but we forget one thing. Give me Jeremiah 23, 24, please. Jeremiah 23, 24. Yes. Can anyone hide himself in secret places so I shall not see him? Says the Lord. Do I not fill heaven and earth? Says the Lord. Says the Lord. Read me Mark 4, 22. Mark 4, 22. Yes. For there is nothing hidden which will not be revealed, nor has anything been kept secret, but that it should come to light. Let me tell you one thing. Until Emiko's Rumba comes to the understanding and full realization that there's nothing that is hidden from God. Let's start from there. Nothing hidden from, no matter whatever we do. Because most of us, we concentrate on doing things so that the human beings will not see what we have done. But that's not the issue. Whatever I'm hiding, God is seeing that. That's the fear of God. Until you get to that point where you say, wherever I am and I'm hiding, man or woman, that God sees it. That's where the fear. Why am I saying this? You have children. And by the way, our the newly the new arrived one will find out very eventually. You have a child. I'm telling you, he does things. I serve it. He sees you. Everything is just uh, clean, clean, clean. When he doesn't see you, Exactly. That child has no regard for you. He doesn't love you. He doesn't even know has anything to do with you at all. But when you begin to do something and say, you know one thing, I'm not doing this because of someone, but I know one thing. What my father has done for me, I appreciate it so much that I will not go turn around and hurt him. That's all I'm trying to say. I will not hurt him. I will do the right thing before that. God will say, yes, well done, my child. You have done that, which is good. So that's what we're talking about. Because why? God is saying, be blameless. Because God is blameless. And there's no spot. There's no blemish. That's why he said, I'm holy. Be you also holy. We don't have to read all that. I am holy. I am God. And if anyone has this expectation to be with me, read me First John 3, 3, please. First John 3, verse 3. And everyone who has this hope in him mm -hmm. purifies himself, 
just as he is pure. Everyone who had this hope in him purifies himself. And if anyone wants to walk with him, let him then walk blamelessly as God. Walk blamelessly. Give me first John, please. Two six. First John two six. Yes. He who says he abides in him ought himself also to walk just as he walked. To walk just as he walked. So that's why God is saying, you must be holy because I am holy. But there are two other things I want us to discuss about the reason for fulfilling all righteousness. All right, I'm not talking about what, all righteousness in fear of him. And all this blood is number one. He told us already in Hebrews 12. 14. Hebrews 12, 14. Yes. Pursue peace with all people and holiness without which no one will see the Lord. And holiness and righteousness without it, no one shall see God. I don't know any of us that would be as holy as the angels that were in heaven and they were driven away. I don't know how many of us. I'm trying to tell you right now. But why is God just constantly warning us and chastising and talking to us in this fellowship? It's because of the love he has for us. And then there's a second one. Well, what we have to be very careful about is that God, no matter whatever happens, has sworn that he will judge his people in righteousness. He will judge his people in righteousness. Psalm. 96, please. 13. Psalm 96, 13. Yes. For he is coming. The Lord is coming. Yes. For he is coming to judge the earth. Yes. He shall judge the world with righteousness and the peoples with his truth. He shall judge the world with righteousness. And that judgment is already going, ongoing. You know why? Because as long as the Holy Spirit is here, he judges people for righteousness. Read me, please. John 16, 8. John 16, verse 8. Yes. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin mm -hmm. and of righteousness and of judgment. Of righteousness and of judgment. Let's move on because of time. So, how do we actually ensure that we fulfill all righteousness? The simple way. Because one thing God has been doing for us in this place is that he will teach us. Then he will make it simple for us to understand. For those who want to understand, let them understand. And he goes back to what he has taught us before in the past. There's only one way to fulfill all righteousness. Number one, we said, fear God. That's a way to fulfill. But in practicality, he goes back to the greatest spiritual victory. All things you do, do it unto God. From this very day, not unto man. Give me 1 Corinthians 10 31, please. 1 Corinthians 10, verse 31. Yes. Therefore, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. The one who will watch and say, okay, let me see what my child will do at this point. Believe me, when something happens that I probably I didn't do it right. You know, the pain I have sometimes is to say, oh my God. And see, there's a way the Spirit of God comes to you that you realize this Father you have. I have never seen, I have never seen such a wonderful God, such a loving Father. 
And when I do something that's not right, it's almost like I'm repaying evil. I'm using evil, repaying that which good which has done for me. What, what has he not done for us in this place? Are, are, you, are you all there? Colossians 3.17, please. Colossians 3.17. Yes. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus. 23. Colossians 3.23. And whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men. If we can just get this thing in us, living in us every day, then the Spirit of God lives in you. And if the Spirit of God lives in you, behold, the kingdom of God is where? Within you. And we're going to take some what? Some case study right now, for example. The scripture says, whatever you do, do it unto God. And I'll take a simple thing, submission. Someone who did it unto God. A submission. And the Bible tells us, submit to all. Whatever I put there, in fear of me. Read me for... <laughs> Everybody looking at me. Read 1 Corinthians, please, 2, 12 to 16. 1 Corinthians 2, 12 to 16. Mm-hmm. Now, we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, mm-hmm. that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. These things we also speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Mm-hmm. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he who is spiritual judges all things. Yes. Yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ. Who could just instruct God? Who could say he has a will of it? But then while we have read this thing now, let's then go to First Peter about submission. I'm just giving an example and I'll come to the case study. 2. 12 to 16 again. First Peter 2, 12 to 16. Having your conduct honorable among the Gentiles, that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may, by your good works which they observe, Glorify God in the day of visitation. Mm -hmm. Therefore, submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether to the king as supreme or to governors as to those who are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and for the praise of those who do good. For this is the will of God, that by doing good, you may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men. By doing good, you may put to silence ignorant people who are just there battling you. Go on, please. As free, yet not using As free, yes, but not using it. Liberty, liberty as a cloak device. for vice, but as bond servants of as God. Bond servants of God. Now, let's look at the case study of, we know about one who submitted to a lesser one for fear of God. To fulfill all righteousness. Matthew 3, please. Let's read 11 to 15 about Christ. But that's where we're going to. Because once that got there this afternoon, the Lord just reviewed some mysteries. Let's, we, after that, we'll look at it. Matthew 3, 11 to 15. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. 
But he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly clean out his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn. But he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Hmm. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. And John tried to prevent him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and you are coming to me? But Jesus answered and said to him, Permit it to be so, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he allowed him. Permit it for now. It is fitting for all righteousness. But there's something, and let's leave that. We'll come back to this now. Please make a semicolon. We'll come back to it. And we'll go to Ephesians. <laughs> Ephesians 5, please. 15 to 21. Ephesians 5, 15 to 21. Yes. See then that you walk circumspectly. Please pay attention. Pay attention to this one. See then that you walk circumspectly. Go on, yes. Not as fools, but as wise. Because we're going to study the fool and the wise, the wise very soon. Go on. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Understand what the will, yes. And do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your hearts to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. submitting to one another. In the in fear, fear of in God. fear of God. Submitting to one another. Anywhere you are. I'm not talking about in this place. If anybody's telling you, submit, do this, please forget about it. Everyone who does what he does in this very ministry is led by the God. God the way he's, nobody tells him what to do. And God has put it that way. Especially those who have traveled on a mission trip. They will see what submission is. Submitting unto God. Okay, in fear of God. But let's, we're going to go back to that 15. He said, the fool and the wise. The fool and the wise is in his own sight. We're talking about fear of God. But the scripture said what? Psalm 14.1. Psalm 14.1. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. They have gone, they have done abominable works. There is none who does good. The fool says in his heart that there is no God. And let me ask you the question the Lord asked me, and I pray that you answer it because I failed it. Why does the fool say in his heart there is no God? Because he's what? God bless you. God bless you. Because he's a fool. Now listen. <laughs> This afternoon, I'm telling you, why, why the fool? I said, well, it's a, because he's a fool. Now, let's get this thing right now. Because he's a fool. There are three categories of... <laughs> no, no, no. Um, those, those online, please forgive me. I'm just trying. I'm, I'm... They are. We're going to look at it then because some of us fall into some of these areas. There are people born fools. No, listen to me. There are people born fools. 
There are people who make themselves fools for the kingdom of the world. And there are people who make themselves fools are made for the kingdom of God. They are either made fool for the kingdom of God or they make themselves fool for the kingdom of God. And you have one. Why are we saying that the fool says that there's no God in his heart because he's a fool? That's because in the exercise of his foolishness, that's my own thinking, in the exercise of his, his foolishness, probably he is incapable of realizing there is God. Listen, please just get distant. That's why our own position is so dangerous. Listen now, that's why he's going. In the exercise of his own foolishness, he probably does lack the capability of realizing there's no God. That's ignorant. That's, that's why that some of them, I mean, the Proverbs was just, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me Proverbs, please, 27, 22. Proverbs 27, 22. Yes. Though you grind a fool in a mortar with a pestle, mm -hmm. along with crushed grain, yet his foolishness will, will never depart, from, depart him. from him. There are people born, let, nah, let's, let's get this. You see, you, have not had, uh, it, it's, you don't remember it too. Nobody remembers it. That's all right. That's all right. I mean, that's what God is bringing it up because nobody remembers it. The fact still remains that there are people who are fools that no matter whatever you do, they are fools. God will have mercy, more mercy on them than those of us that actually we, we know, but we don't know. Do you understand that? Because out of that, out of those ones who are fools, because they are fools, there's a chance that there's a chance you will find from some of them those who are doing it out of ignorance. And whenever they turn, God will have mercy. Who told us that? Read me, please. First Timothy 1 13. First Timothy 1.13. Yes. Although I was formerly a blasphemer, a persecutor, and an insolent man, but I obtained mercy. Because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. Before the mercy, Paul was what? Tell me the truth. You are a fool. Okay, like all of us. Let, let me tell you. Whenever you are not doing what is right, you are a fool. Okay, that, that's why that all of us, there's element of foolishness in all of us. Get, get that right. Okay? Paul said, because all of the, the things I did, I did them ignorantly. I was a fool. But then when actually, you see, let me tell you one thing. When actually then mercy came, I turned away from that foolishness. Are we all together here? Now, there are people, let me put it this way, in other words, like Paul, and like you, and myself, our foolishness was a temporal one. Why? There were scales that closed our eyes, just like you have camera, until you remove it. Then the issue comes, when the scales have been removed, if we keep on doing what we used to do, the foolishness may become permanent because we have no more excuse. I, I will, I will, that's why I said, listen to me. If we, got, if we end very close, we end and continue. But I want to just get that understanding right now. If the scales have been removed, because a fool is a fool, because he's a fool. And he doesn't know. Let's put it that way. And he said that if you grind him completely, no matter what, even with the crushed grain, that he may, he may still remain where he is. Because he probably doesn't even know. But this is one whose own is temporal. 
and the scales are removed from him. Then if he continues in it, you know one thing? He will be then what? Anybody tell me? Which one is proper foolish? <laughs> he will be, be then what? He said, do, do, he said do you, have you ever seen one who is worse than a fool? Is the one that God has been teaching, like he's been teaching me every day, every week, every moment for how many years? And if I still don't do what he said, then that's obviously a fool at 40. And that old one is, yes, I'm coming now, I'm coming, listen to me. That individual then, you see, there's more hope for that fool than for this person here. Let me prove I've 26. 1 and 11, 12. 11 and 12, please, sorry. Proverbs 26, verse 11 and 12. Yes. As a dog returns to his own vomit. You see the one who is worse than a fool? A dog that returns to his own vomit. Please listen to me. We may be laughing, but I can tell you right now, this is a mystery. God teaching his people. Open your eyes, yes? So a fool repeats his folly. And then if a fool repeats his folly, go on, yes? Do you see a man wise in his own eyes? You see, many people, all of, I'm not talking about one person. Many people are falling off from the faith. Are you following me? And begin to like all oh, this one self, always say, don't worry about it. Do whatever you want to do. God, God will understand. It's so well, no problem. This is what it is. Familiarity with God. Why do they do what they do? Because you see, they are wise in their own what? Eyes. You see, now, they are holding on on their own righteousness. And based on their own righteousness, they have become so foolish without any more hope. He said, go on. Do you see what? A man wise in his own eyes? Yes. There is more hope for a fool than for him. Than for him. There's more hope for a fool than for me. If I continue to live the way I used to live before, after this, God has come so much. I've taken, Why? Remember last time we were talking about the privileges. Can anybody remember the privilege? And another one as was added today. Can anybody remember the privileges? Yes. First of all, remember this God. This God, for you to be here, or for you to even to hear his truth and grasp it and hold on to it, that means he had appointed you before the foundation of the world to eternal life. Let me ask our Apostle 1348, please. Acts 13:48 Now when the Gentiles heard this they were glad and glorified the word of the Lord and as many as had been appointed to eternal life believed as many have been appointed to eternal life because no man comes to him except he draws him that's that's a thing so for you even to really admire and say oh my god this is the word of God, I follow it. Because God has drawn you. Nobody could have been able to do it for you. Not because you see me sitting down here, I'm whatever God is teaching to me, that, that's not enough to get you. It's God who will go and do his work, all for his, and to his glory. Now, the, not only that has appointed us to what? Serve, appointed us to eternal life. He's also had given us authority to become the children of God. Read me John 1, 12, please. John 1, 12. But as many as received him, 
To them he gave the right or the power to become the sons of God. But whom does he give the power to become the children of God? That's it. Is it not the willingness we are talking about here? As brothers are receiving, you don't force them. They don't want to receive, they don't want to receive. They can go their way. And unto these people who has predestined, read me Romans 8 29, please. Romans 8 29. Yes. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate mm -hmm. to be conformed to the, the image, image of, his, of son, his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Now think about it. After God has done all this for us, and even today, even today, there's another one added. Do you know what it is? You should know what it is with that. That's, no, that is the logo. We have the power to know the He has given us the power to know the ministry. Okay, that's Matthew 13, 11. Let's read that one. But there's another one that I didn't see it that way until now. Matthew 13, 11. He answered and said to them, because it has been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm. But to them, it has not it been It has given. not been given. But what of today? I've already, I've already, I've already, <laughs> I've given, given the exposure. In other words, today, today, no matter whatever that has happened even one hour ago, today, today, that's what God is talking about. Go now and sin no more. In other words, depart from evil from today. I'm talking to you because tomorrow you may not have it. It may not be there. Hebrew trip, please. 7 to 17. We're going to close. There are so many other things, mysteries that the show you're going to share, but we'll do it next time. Hebrews 3, 7 to 17. Yes. Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion, mm -hmm. in the day of trial in the wilderness, where your fathers tested me, tried me, and saw my works 40 years. Therefore, I was angry with that generation and said, they always go astray in their heart, and they have not known my ways. So I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Beware, brethren, mm -hmm. lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we have become partakers of Christ if we hold yes. the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the Amen. end. Yes. While it is said, Today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. For who, having heard, rebelled? Indeed, was it not all who came out of Egypt led by Moses? Now, with whom was he angry 40 years? Hmm. Was it not with those who sinned, whose corpses fell in the wilderness? Was it not those who actually, they knew the fact, they knew the truth, and yet they turned away from the truth? Why am I saying this today? He says today, I do not want any of us, and I'm talking about myself praying, to lose whatever you seem you have. Or even to miss it. Give me Hebrew 4 1, please. 4 1 to 2. Hebrews 4 1 to 2. Yes. Therefore, since a promise remains of entering his rest, 
Let us fear, lest any of you seem to have come short of it. For indeed, the gospel was preached to us as well as to them. Mm -hmm. But the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. It did not profit them because it was not mixed with faith. And what is faith? He's talking about. Doing. God bless you. That is all. Was not mixed. That's why, why am I saying that? For us, that has done so much, and all those listening online, for this number of years, the issue comes, a time comes when a fool, it becomes an abomination. Ay, ay, ay. Read me Proverbs 13, 19. Proverbs 13, 19. Mm -hmm. A desire accomplished is sweet to the soul, but it is an abomination to fools to depart from evil. You see? It's an abomination. It gets to the point where it's conscience is sealed. And what is conscience being sealed? I don't know if I can hazard even any kind of definition. But all I can tell you is this. A continual, let me put it, a continual distance. Commitment to sin. Whereby, whereby you become numb. Oh, man, man, listen to me. There are some of us, something will happen, we say, ah, no, no, it's no problem. You know, when we do those, uh, like, little lies and all sorts of things we do, we don't, no more. It doesn't even shake us because we become numb. When that happens, the individual is finished. The individual is finished. Let everyone know here that that highway of righteousness is there. And the highway of how well who? Give me Proverbs 16, 17. I didn't tell her Proverbs 16, 17. The highway of the upright is to depart, depart from, from evil. evil. He who keeps his way preserves his soul. Heavenly Father, I don't know how I can thank you. Again and again, Lord, you've opened our eyes to show us things new, to teach us from different angles. Different angles, Lord. Our God and Father, you've been so faithful unto us. You love us so much, Lord. What else do we expect? Why should we not love you even more? Because you have done so much for us. How many people on this earth? Billions. Lord, mighty God, we have chosen your children, the remnant, those here online, to hear your undiluted word. Not the word of man that can profit nothing, but the word of God. And you said, Lord, that your word is spirit, is also life. And oh, gracious and everlasting God, we pray you to intervene in our lives. Oh, Father, please, we need your spirit. Come and perfect your will in our life, Lord. Oh, gracious and everlasting God, there is none like you. We thank you. I pray for my brethren online and here. And say, Lord Almighty, have mercy on us. Visit us, Lord Mighty God, who is in heaven. Let your spirit lead us to perfect your will. That mighty Father in the end, we may please you. Receive all the glory. You are worthy. You are worthy. Be exalted, not only now, but forevermore. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this message from Today Evangelical Ministries. We would love to receive your feedback and stay connected with you. So send us your comments or questions through our website on our Contact Us page 
or by sending an email to info at tmonline.org. Our web address is tmonline.org. You can also connect with us on Facebook or Twitter. God bless you.